Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. We're going to do it together. We have to unify, put our petty differences aside. Who's more powerful? Who has the information? And let's work together in lockstep. You, the people, your stories are fascinating. They're real. They're organic. And they're the truth. Right now with Ann Vandersteel. Good evening and welcome to Right Now with Ann Vandersteel. 30 minutes of hard-hitting headline news, all signal and zero noise. Tonight, we reflect on the fact that a judge last Friday ruled to deny sanctions requested by attorneys for Maricopa County against the gubernatorial candidate Carrie Lake the county who was seeking sanctions against Lake and her attorneys after their latest failed legal challenge to her loss to Katie Hobbs in Arizona's election last year. And in addition to asking the judge to determine a sanction amount, the county also requested reimbursement of attorney's fees and other costs related to its defense. Judge Peter A. Thompson denied the request for reimbursement of expenses and county attorney Rachel Mitchfield filed a motion for sanctions last Tuesday, a day after Thompson ruled that Lake failed to prove her claim that Maricopa County did not verify signatures on mail-in ballots as required by law. The judge said even if her argument did not prevail, Lake, through her witness, presented facts consistent with and in support of her legal argument. This was all written in his ruling on Friday. Tonight, we have Michelle Swinnick, who has been a diehard journalists covering like a laser-focused pit bull on everything Arizona, and she has not quit. She joins me to give my audience a rendition of how she thinks, sees things shaping up in Arizona. But first, please help your family prepare for the turbulent times ahead. Not only did we see a massive crash in our consumer credit card spending, of course, it is just it has just gone skyrocketing. And of course, the debt has passed over a trillion dollars in this country, but our food supply is severely under attack with over 750 food processing plants in the last couple of years burning or being destroyed. You need to get prepped and ready. How better to do so than with some delicious beef? Head on over to lightsoutbeef.com. Now imagine this, beautiful cows on a gorgeous field grazing, living their best lives. Never having been injected with mRNA. Yep, they're injecting our food supply with that same stuff that they injected 5 billion people that we're now finding out is killing millions of people around the world, the COVID clot shot. Yep, these cows are mRNA free, but guess what? You decide you wanna have some for your future food supply, it'll be freeze dried and shipped to you tomorrow. That's right, grazing today, freeze-dried tomorrow, and with a shelf life of up to 10 years, reconstituted in beautiful and delicious steaks and all sorts of different cuts of beef. So go to lightsoutbeef.com. Also, make sure you have a satellite phone. This is your communications insurance in case the lights go out and your cell phone doesn't work. That's right, because cell towers go down also. Satellite phones up in the sky, 
works anytime, anywhere. They are your communications insurance when those lights go out. Don't forget, the Senate just got their free satellite phone. That's right, 50 phones was given to your senator. That's right, up there in the District of Corruption. Also, thank Mike Lindell. Go to MyPillow.com. He's giving savings up to 66% off on hundreds of items, including dog beds and slippers and bathrobes and sheets and towels and so much more, mattresses, mattress toppers, and on and on and on. Head on over to MyPillow.com. Use your promo code AV for Ann Vandersteel. Help Mike help me. That's right. This is how we fund the show here, guys, so that I can travel and bring you the news and do everything that I do for the last seven, eight years. Also, this is how I can extend an incredible discount of up to thir- of 30% off with alias ID, same promo code AV. What is alias ID? Well, we're all familiar with the fact that pretty much you or anybody you know has already been tracked, analyzed, and profiled. That's right. You've been hacked. You've been traced and tracked. Well, once that happens, your information is then sold to the highest bidder or it's just basically stolen. Well, you can opt out. You can own your privacy with Alias ID, get powerful online privacy guaranteed, and propel every online experience for your zero trackable footprint future. Get your phones, your texts, your passwords, emails, and VPN with 0% exposure online, including the dark web. That's where all this stuff ends up is on the dark web, but the really bad guys, they can hack into your bank accounts and zero you out. Maintain your privacy, security, and total control of powerful virtual cards, you know, credit cards. Instead of using yours, use theirs. Never share your actual bank account or credit card information again with anybody. And guess what? A 45-day risk-free trial with your promo code AV. Save 30% off for you and your entire family. It's 100 bucks a year. I highly encourage you to do this. This is going to save you thousands. All right, and now we turn back to our regularly scheduled programming with my special guest, Michelle Swinnick. Buckle up, ladies and gentlemen. Michelle Swinnick in the house, host of Everything Home, which is at 7 p.m. Eastern, just before my show on Brighteon. She is a one-woman warrior. She has been singularly focused on Arizona. And I don't think there's anybody out and about in my new media colleague sphere that is as hyper-laser-focused on the corruption in Mayor Corruption County, Arizona, as this woman. Michelle, good to see you. Good to see you, too, Anne. Thank you so much for having me on. It's such a critical point in uh, Mayor Corruption County, Anarchy, Arizona's Uh, history and the country is literally hanging on if Arizona will be the first domino to fall. Well, you know, when I had a show called Steel Truth, we used to play a video all the time of dominoes falling. And we used to say, is Arizona the the first state to fall and correct the record, like as in pull back and, and, and fix the electors? They could have done that in 2020, but they didn't. And now we're looking at Carrie Lake, who has been valiant in her efforts to try and resurrect the fact that we all know she won by votes that was stolen clearly in 2022 i mean it's just it's a joke at this point but there's been sort of missteps by the legal team it would see and they seem to be barking up the wrong tree on some of the ways to go about and fix what has happened to her we're going to let you talk and explain that we're also going to talk about the amended bill scr 1037 that uh, sunny barelli has taken a victory lap on, on on the surface. It looks really, really good. I think there's some things you want to talk about there. And then of course, we're going to talk about the um, elections procedures manuals as, you know, and how all this ties together, but more importantly, the electors and the fact that there is um, 
plenary authority of the state Senate to actually do something about the electors. They can even do some things in the future. So let's start off with the late campaign, shall we? This whole thing about signature verification, the ballots, you know, we saw videos on the internet where you saw two people that worked in, in uh, Maricopa County looking and verifying ballot signatures side by side in their little cubicles. One person had ballots just clicking through, click, 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 click. And the other person was really studying the screen, validating whether the signatures matched up. And yet Carrie Lake went nowhere on that lawsuit when she was able to get it back, claw it back, get the Supreme Court to send her back into uh, you know, the lower court to sort this out. What happened and why was that a dog barking up the wrong tree, in your opinion? Well, as far as the they were focusing laser focus. I like that you like use laser focus. So they were focused on the speed at which these people were going through the ballots. But there's no policy for how long an or a requirement in the EPM, the Elections Procedures Manual, which is the rules, right, of how the election is supposed to be run, created by the Secretary of State. There was, there's nothing in there that says it has to be one second. It can't be two, three seconds. So you can't make an argument that somebody's doing it wrong if there's no policy for it. So there's right. no guidelines. There's no requirements. So what are you arguing? Gotcha. It, 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 so right from the start, you're going, what? Not to mention they narrowed down the scope of what she could argue. Right. They narrowed down the scope. The judge did. So a lot of the things that she wanted to, they had to take out. But the still is the, the fact is because they were talking about between level two and level one type of verifications. Right. So she had a because she was saying that it, the, the scope got it down to the fact that you uh, they were arguing that no, 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 no reviews were done at a, at a certain level. And her own witnesses said that there were in past in the past trial and past things. So she went she went in she went in with. I think everything against her, but the thing that, but Leo D'Onofrio, the attorney that I've been working with from New Jersey, uh, and and he discovered this when we decided to get into the Carrie Lake. So once we watched the trial, which was a complete circus, okay, it was an embarrassment for the law and for the people of Arizona. On the, it was just shenanigans and nonsense and all that kind of stuff. So him and I said, Michelle, let's do let's do a spaces to explain and analyze the trial. I said, perfect. So I was doing a little bit of stuff, sending him things. We had watched it, but we were working on other stuff. So we weren't like digging, right? Like we normally like to dig into these things. And then he started pulling up just the documents, calling, pulling up the EPM, pulling up the the uh, paperwork from the trial, things like that. And it, watching a couple couple of the these the, um, the testimonies back, especially Ray Valenzuela, who sang like a bird, and oh, I'm sure he is not liked in Maricopa County right now for what he said. And he's like. Did you know that the Supreme Court vacated the EPM on lines 26 through 30 and that of the, of the opinion given by the appellate court? I said, no, no one's ever talked about that. He goes, Michelle, this is huge. I go, I go all right, so, so, you know, let's go into detail and explain. So one of the big arguments that the, uh, the county was going with was saying that they could use it does, they could use multiple documents in order to verify the signatures, okay? So by having that as their criteria, that they said there's three in the file that they give and uh, they were making it so they can pick and choose because they write the, they write the EPM very loosely. So it can go either right. this way or this way. It's whatever one is going to work to their favor. It's nothing to do with law and you and me and what's right. So that, that was the county was arguing that, that they could use 
They didn't have to use the registration record. Okay. Registration okay. record. That's the, the signature. When that's you your baseline you signature. When you register to vote, you get, you, you sign your voter registration it. card and that's the baseline they were comparing. They're supposed right. to. They're compare supposed to. That's the law. That's the right. law. Now the EPM, the elections procedural manual is written in a way where if you want to interpret it to use that, you go over here. And if you want to interpret it to use whichever other signature is in file, then you use this one, right? So, so that could it's, be it's, your DMV signature or it could be the last election you signed something for. It could be any signature. Or wh whosoever signature is on your, uh, your affidavit envelope, okay? Okay. So keep, so put that, because you know what, what had gone on so, in the elections. So it was loosely worded where it technically they're not breaking the law then if they don't use the voter registration signature? Well, they're not, they're not, they're not in violation of the EPM if they go the direction they're supposed to, which is what then you refer to the Arizona state statute, which is above the EPM. So the EPM is very clear. You or The statute is very clear. You have to use the registration record signature, which is your signature when you originally registered. Right. So in 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 a non-digital world, that used to be a form where you physically signed. OK, right. so in now that it's digital. So if you look, they they've updated the name from form, which was a piece of paper to record because it's a digital record. It's not really a form anymore. It could be from right. the DMV. It could from however you register nowadays with because you like a ham sandwich can win a can win a grand jury deal or whatever. And then you've got it's the same as the, the voting. Right. So it's, got it's it. not traditional. So. What the, what the Supreme Court did by handing her literally a victory on a silver platter is they said, we know this is kind of squirrely, guys, what you're doing here with your EPM. So we're going to vacate that section of the opinion of the appellate court. So they're they're saying EPM's out the, out the door. Right. What it says there, it goes follow the statute, the statute. follow right. the statute. Follow. So then during the trial, Ray Valenzuela what he said under under oath when he was doing his testimony, once once they're reviewing, they get the three, and then our pro our process or our policy is they stop once they find the first signature that matches. Right, and that's that's where they hung themselves. So not only did the Supreme Court ha hand them the we've eliminated the problem, guys, which and it, it, if you were actually wanting to win, you take that and go. That's what you go into court with. So why would you argue, I'm just saying, this is me, after just doing all this homework and research since November and watching these cases and knowing the EPM and the, and the statutes and things like that, and the county manuals and the process and procedures, why would you go in and argue something that you have nothing to back it up? There's no, there's, you can't say, well, line number four says this, because there is no. So why would you, why would you argue that when someone just said, I eliminated the problem and now you guys need to just fill in the blanks? Right. So now that Valenzuela did this. Okay. You can get this set aside so easily. So that's why the appellate brief to the Supreme Court appeals what just happened. Now, in his his testimony is on record. So they already served it up to him. And now this is boom. I say the this is the slam dunk over the net. And the okay. county did it. Oops. Okay, so you are looking because this is on a timeline. We've you're looking to get a couple of things achieved by Friday, and it's imperative. Now, this has got is this got to be public pressure coming strictly from Arizonans, or can it? No, be I want pressure? the whole country, the whole country, because the whole country depends on what happens in Arizona. Okay. Because everything depends on. No, I want to clarify. So, the the strategy here is if she files these two documents, 
because of case law, Miller and Ray's that have happened before and what has transpired as a gift literally from God, from the Supreme Court, they'll set aside the election. Okay. Set aside means it didn't, it's invalid. And of course, that's not ever happened in modern times, especially in, in the environment we're in now. So could you imagine what that kind of, what's going to happen when that goes down? Okay. So that's, mm-hmm. they're just, they're just talking right now about the, the governor election. But if you're talking about millions of votes or like what, 1.2, 1.3 million votes that could have been affected by this, that were the mail-in totals where they were just under, I think, 1.3 million, that's all the down tickets too. So you, it's going to, that's what I'm saying. It opens up everything. Is and Abe Hamaday, who was negatively impacted by this election, is he seeing this, this remedy as you're putting forward to have her file an appellate brief to the Supreme Court of Arizona and a Rule 59A motion for a new trial, which could potentially, uh, you know, correct the problem? Is is he chirping about this? Do you think he's on board with this? I Well, he hasn't contacted us, but everybody's talking about it here and it's circulating on Twitter. And we know that Carrie's team has seen the Twitter spaces and the, I mean, they're tagged and everything. And we know that they have actually seen this and they've responded to the post like, they give a thumbs up or like we're on it or something like that. Right. So as far as Abe, I haven't looked to be as it's a lot of the times I don't have time to go and look to go to the notifications because it's there's so many notifications at this point, but no one's contacting any of us directly. Right. Yeah. It's just and it's not that you're there's only you, you want me to create the content or you want me to tag and like it. So it's only like there's only so many hours in the day and it's not like I have a team to help me, you know, so right. you're the same I, way. Land. It's just I, it's just too much. I get it. I get it. It's overwhimming right now. And that's cloud. But that's OK. But that's yeah. OK. I don't mind it. Keep tagging and keep pushing and whatever. And when like, at, you know, one o'clock in the morning when I wake up, I'm like, oh, I'll just go ahead and like a chair, like a chair. But um, with this particular thing, see, the, the appellate brief for the Supreme Court is one document. And we're not sure on the time frame on that. We've heard 30 days. We've heard maybe less. But the Rule 59 motion for a new trial has to happen within 15 days of May 22nd. So what I picked the second for a reason, because I said, you know what, Let, I don't know how they count. I don't know if they count weekends. I don't know if they count days. I'm not, I'm going to go with an actual day. So I counted the 22nd as day one. Day 15 turned out to be Monday, which is the uh, fifth. And I'm like, well, let's just eliminate the weekend. So let's get it in to make sure there's no shenanigans. You're safe. Let's get it in by the second. Plus, if we're handing them all this stuff, it's not going to take that long to write these two documents. If we're providing all the exhibits, the the statutes, the uh, EPMs. So we've done a lot of the legwork. Plus, then there's right now there's four, and I'm going to add another one. There'll be five spaces they can listen to. And everybody else can too, because you the reason why I did this, I wanted to make sure that everybody understood what goes on in your elections when it comes to the pos- process, the policies and procedures and how they're violated, right? Okay. Because when when all this stuff went down with Liz Harris in the very, very beginning, um, we we had never, I'd never looked at like a really read a bill before and pulled it rather than just snippets that they told you was in it. And then we looked at the we looked at the um, we looked at the house rules when we realized this is not even something that she did. So this is what they're saying they expelled her for uh, illegally. So we looked at the Mason's manual. We looked there's my girl. And then we looked at we looked at um, the ARS statutes to look up it. You know what's uh, where, where is this all coming from? Well, we started reading and we're like, this is unbelievable. It's 
None of this stuff is really long. It's very easy to understand. And it's opposite of everything that they had done just in her case alone. I mean, they're they're referencing code of ethics and they don't even have a code of ethics because they never voted on a code of ethics. Right. So how can you kick, how can you kick somebody out for a code of ethics violation when you don't have, again, if you don't have a code of ethics, you can't reference line number three was violated because it doesn't exist. Just like in this situation, when you can't say you have to spend three seconds looking at a, a ballot, but there's no... There's no list of what that criteria okay, is, so how okay. you fight against it. Okay, so to redirect, what we're asking, yeah. what you're asking is to have her file two documents, uh, and uh, one of them is a, a motion to dismiss, which is rule- No, not dismiss. So, yeah, I, I, it's okay, but I want to make sure we're clear yeah. because I don't want anyone coming after me for saying the wrong thing. No, 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 you're right. They, they, don't, they, don't like, they don't like me. Go mm -hmm. ahead, correct me. So and I'm I'm looking at it, so I don't have it memorized either, Land. So I'm it's appellate brief to the Supreme Court of Arizona. Yep. And that appeals what just happened, the trial. Yeah. And then Rule 59A, motion for a new trial. Right. And then what we're doing is, is we're asking the people all across the country, not just in Arizona, it is to post that on social media and to also go ahead and tag Carrie Lake and the war room. You can add some hashtags, which are on. I put this all together in what I call the Arizona Saves America Take Action Toolkit. You know how I love those Take Action Toolkits. Yeah. So I put right. I I wanted you to understand what the hell's going on. So I put a little summary there so you can see it, and then I put the call to action because you need to understand. Like somebody said to me, Michelle, it's gonna take a while to read this. I said, but that's the problem because we've never read it and we don't understand it is why we are where we are. So just take a few minutes out of your busy day. I get it's busy. Take a few minutes, read the gist of it. Then if you want, go through the rest of the exhibits and go through the rest of, of and go through, listen to the spaces. But once you understand the gist, which is very simple, Anna and I just went through it, then you go, oh my God, then you're going to get really pissed off. Okay. And I need you pissed because otherwise you're not going to jump on the battlefield with us. And then you go to the take action part, which is just scroll down a little bit. So I want this information to get to Carrie Lake. I put in uh, azsavesamerica.us, which is the website that goes directly to the Substack post. You could share it within the post. It has links. I linked everything. This took like three days to put together. And then it, it tells you what you're going to ask Carrie for. And I want you to tell 10 of your friends to do the same thing. And we just do it as many times. You can tag her. I put hashtags in there. And I also put in all of her social media accounts. So they're Twitter for her in the war room, Facebook, yeah. Instagram, Getter, and Truth Social. And then I put right. mine and Leo so you can follow us too because we're sharing and we're trying to get more information out. And then the graphic at the top, you can use that because I'm using that. I made it that the other day. So you just right click that on your computer or your phone. I think you push down on it and it uh, you could save it, right? So you can save the, at the very top, I have the one that says June 2nd and Carrie Lake had that ask me anything campaign. So yep. I said, okay, Carrie, well, you said ask you anything. I'm asking you to file the brief, Carrie and file the motion, Carrie. And she's doing this for the people of Arizona. And then I'm asking for the help of the people in the country to make this uh, something where now she is. We know that they, they, they've they seen it, but I want to make sure that everybody is telling her because this has nothing to do. Again, remember, these elections have nothing to do with the candidates. What they did to all of us on number eight, November 8th, and it just wasn't here in Maricorruption County, Anarchy, Arizona. It was all over the country. They stole your sacred right to choose your representatives through your vote because of their corruption and election fraud. So this is on behalf of the country. These are filed. And the court, let's just say, there's like a 99.999999% chance that they will set this aside. 
So we're not making, you know, the courts could literally go either way. But keep in mind, they handed this to her on a silver platter months ago. Yep. Well, there's somebody in there on our side, or maybe they're just sick and tired of the corruption themselves. And they're like, you know what, we're done. We can't. Or maybe perhaps Second Chronicles 714, that if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, I will hear hey. from heaven and forgive their sins and restore their land. Perhaps that's what happened to some of these people in the Supreme Court. I do not know. Okay. But all I know is they're giving us they're giving us golden nuggets and we need to take advantage of it. Okay. Next topic. Okay. I put my tweet out. I'm asking everybody to follow along. Look, what's the worst thing that can happen? We end up in the same position we're at right now. Right, so you have nothing to lose. United Communist America, have nothing to lose. Nothing to you lose. Know, you know, we're we're crowdsourcing the information and the solution here. We're trying to help, right? Okay, that's all in the spirit of trying to help. Save America. Let's talk about SCR 1037. Uh, this was uh, an amended bill. Sonny Borelli taking a lot of credit for this. I want you to walk us through what you think this to be and you know, give us your factual-based assessment. I'm going to pull it up right here. This is SCR yeah. Arizona Senate Bill 1037. Yeah. It took a victory lap because from my understanding, when I first saw it, we're like, oh, you can only use made in America election equipment, but that comes with a catch. And it's a pretty pretty significant one. So go ahead. Yeah, there's a couple catches. So currently, there isn't an election machine made completely in the United States with the criteria that they provided. What makes you think there's not a contract for this exact type of machine to be made? Or what makes you think that tomorrow it's not going to go into production? Okay, so right there. So let's just say that I'm just putting a little putting a little thing right there in your brain. So and we also there. I'll, I'll save that for the next show, but let's just stick with the facts. So what they what they they were broadcasting in this press release, right? Press release here. Yeah. Bear with the paper. I ran out of white paper, so I'm using one I can find in the closet. So um, it basically he was saying that the machines are banned, and if you look at the letter that he was touting to the secretary, the board of supervisors today, that they trust the first wait. Oh, there's a couple of good one liners in here. A legislator is exercising their plenary authority that election voting systems in the state of Arizona are are used as a primary method for conducting or they can't be used tabulating unless those systems are necessary standards of protective protection. So their tweets and everything they're saying on shows was like, we banned the machines in Arizona and I sent that letter to the Board of Supervisors. So I watched this. I watched him on Bannon. And well, no more machines. That's not what it says. It says oh. that the, 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 the continuing resolution to 10037 says that they have to not, they have to have all components made in the United States. Yep. And then it has to have meet certain criteria. So now the criteria that they've listed will not prevent fraud. Okay. Because the machines are programmed and the machines have software and the people that program them are the nefarious characters. And we all know that from multiple years of this already. So the machine can be programmed to do whatever it needs to do. Okay. So the thing that was interesting about the, um, uh, the other thing is it's only for the federal race, which is the presidential race. Right. So if you want to talk about, if you've got a logistical disasters now, so are you going to have four tabulators at each site two that run the Arizona portion and the rest of the election? And then two, that just uh, these new American machine machines that somebody's going to make a lot of money on contracts with. And I guarantee you that's probably already in place. 
probably up in Sunny Borelli's district in Lake Havasu. You might want to look into that, people. Hint, hint. So let's just say, so now you've got another set of machines. Okay, you can't even get the election done the right way by design. Keep in mind, this is all by design. So you're going to add a whole other layer to it. But when they're saying, oh, well, now you're going to force a hand count. No, you're not, because it just said that you can use American-made machines that fit this criteria. And that's just for the presidential election. So there's a difference between blowing out information and a fake narrative to gaslight us, which is what they do all the time. They shine us, they do a shiny object to distract you over here because they don't want you to see over here because they have plenary authority. And it says it right here. They have the plenary authority and it's in the resolution. Nan pulled it up before. And the resolution specifically states the plenary authority that they have. They have, it is article two, section Oh, that's the second. We're going to touch that. Article one, section four, clause of the United States Constitution empowers state legislators, including the legislator of this state, to, to prescribe the times, places and manner of conducting federal elections, whereas the definition of manner is at the sole discretion of the legislature. They have the, they have the discretion, sole discretion. We have them saying it on videotape because we've been watching them and, and, and pushing them pressure on this guy since they all did started this whole trial back in the Brager Thaler hearing on the 23rd of February. So, and that's when Wendy Dodgers wouldn't investigate the corruption and, and election fraud in Arizona. So with that being said, they have the ability right now to ban the machines and right. re restructure the election process in Arizona because they just told you in their same thing that they're boasting about. They have plenary they authority. Have, they have plenary authority to do it right now. So they, instead of actually doing their job and using their authority to actually resolve many, many problems in the system for both the federal and the state elections, and get rid of the machines altogether. They gaslit you, did a dog and pony show, did a, did a bait and switch and said, oh, we're going to go ahead and just change this so the machines are only federal. And then we can go ahead and then, oh, let's just say, uh, put in American-made machines. Oh, okay, so now you're going to have American mach machines doing the fraud instead of a, a machine from China. So it doesn't matter about that. But this is where they screwed up. And they screwed up. They showed their hand and they didn't even realize they showed their hand. So in that same re resolution, Article 2, Section 1, Clause 2 of the United States Constitution says it empowers state legislators, including the legislator of this state, to direct the manner of appointing electors for the president and vice president of the United States. So without saying what they realized that they did, by, they've exercised their plenary authority. Then they also told you that they have the ability to not to appoint the electors for the Republican nominee right now. So you don't have to worry about this machine not in place, is place, American made, whatever. You don't have to worry about all the fraud and corruption that you know are going to happen in the elections, which you should probably be working and investigating and solving right now, everybody down at the legislature. You have the ability to, to appoint the electors, like I think it's 12, and let's just say Trump is the nominee. Right now, you can say Trump gets them. That's it. It's done. Oh, 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 I forgot to tell you. They had a meeting about this. Borelli. When was this? Dodgers. Kavanaugh. The non-freedom caucus. Are you ready for the date? Because they know. February 2nd. Yeah. And they chose to pass. That's okay. So again, this is what they do. Rather than doing their job, exercising their true plenary authority. And this is not the first time. This is just a pattern with them and we're just tired of it, right? We're tired of, we're tired of the crap guys because 
why should we know more about what the, what their rules are, what their job is? And why are we doing more work when they're down well, there? I'm sorry, the opposite I'm gonna, I, of everything. I, I'm going to take issue with you on that, Michelle, because right in here, it tells you it's your civic duty. So well, I'm just actually, saying it, it is. I, I'm being sarcastic. Oh, OK. Sarcastic. OK. Yeah, no, because no, 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 it, no. it is it is all of our civic duty to know what you know. And if we, oh, yeah, but know, I, we and should be listening. And I agree with you. And we should be arguing, debating. We should be discussing this. This is actually a very healthy conversation. Well, yeah, no, I'm on. Absolutely. I'm on your team. I'm on yeah. your. Uh, I'm on your. Uh, on your team, 100. I just use that as, as being sarcastic. Right. We actually are now smarter, wiser, and more knowledgeable in the system because when we're calling them out now is when they stop the conversation. They block us on Twitter because instead of before where we might be like, we're mad. Now we're citing constitution. We're citing rules. We're citing stop. And you know what they do on Twitter? They run away. Like all of a sudden, poof, they jump out of the conversation. And then up, oh, you're blocked because they don't know what to do that we've actually decided to show up and stand up for ourselves. And we're throwing out the facts. And well, I don't like, think blocking is a good idea. I mean, it's, it's against not... the law. It's against Are you the law. doxing any of these people or are you just debating? No, I didn't dox anybody. Okay, I don't really so then know what that means. you shouldn't be blocked. I mean, you no, but right. they're doing it to everybody. I'm blocked by uh, I'm blocked by uh, Joseph Chaplick, who is my LD three rep as my House of Representative. I got blocked by Wendy Dodgers right from the very beginning because we questioned her on why she didn't want to investigate the fraud in Arizona when she is the head of the Senate's election committee. She didn't like that. She blocked like 10 of us right away. This is after she came to a meeting and we asked her questions and she's the one that got all angry, yelling and screaming. And we're like, Wendy, we're, we're just asking you questions. Like, why? And she's like, we don't have the authority to do that. And on the back of the screen, we have the subpoena power, big graphic that lists ARS uh, 41-1151. I mean, three big screens. So she's standing there and I'm like, it's, it's right there. It's right. It's right there. You have subpoena power to, to investigate. She didn't like that. So then there's so many of them have, have, have uh, blocked all of us here. I mean, like, I don't, I don't necessarily know. There's only a few people that are, I call them legislate turds. They're the turds, keep it short. So there's only a few turds that haven't blocked people. Um, but for the most part, we've almost got every single one, one at least blocked one person that we know. Okay. But, it, but it's against the law to do that because they are public officials. So what I did was when, uh, when you go over to AZ Saves America, us to get this information and share it mm -hmm. that gets you into our sub stack which i made it into a website there's a tab on there that says blocked it's like blocked social media you click on that it takes you believe it or not who knew i'd ever be in favor of the aclu of arizona it takes you directly to a social media toolkit that they have so you read to make sure that you're qualified and then it tells you exactly what you need to do uh in order to file a complaint and then we're gonna we're working on we're gonna when we have time because there's there's no restrictions on this. We're going to do a class action suit against them for anybody that's been blocked by anybody in Arizona. And we will win like bye, because it's against the constitution. Well, there's a constitution that says you have a right to peacefully assemble yeah. and re have your grievances redressed by your public servants. So, okay. So to summarize, you need everybody to support uh, getting Carrie Lake to do two things. Tell mm -hmm. us what they are again. You're or going to do two things. You're going to ask her to file two documents by Friday the 2nd. And again, I explained why the time frames are the 2nd, because you have 15 days to file one of them. So we said, you know what, let's just do it. Because when you're doing a call to action, it can't just have oh, this day for this day, this day for this day. So we just did it early. 
to make sure that we're within the timeframes. And I'm scrolling right now. I want to make sure I use the right language. So there's two documents she needs to file. The appellate brief to the Supreme Court of Arizona and Rule 59A motion for a new trial. So it's a social media tweet. You can write it however you want. You can cut and paste what I did. Other people are pushing it out there. You could use theirs. You can, it, whatever whatever you want to do. I did a couple hashtags like I did. I did a hashtag that uh, file the brief carry, file the motion carry. I did another one, file the, the brief carry leg, file the motion carry leg. And Got make it. sure you tag her in the war room and all their social media links are there. And I put that graphic. I'll make another one today. I mean, they're simple. It's just, you know, something simple I put together. But if we could get the pressure on her to do this, A, you have nothing to lose, right? Right. And B, you got a 99.99999% chance that they set aside this election. And you want to talk about uh, fireworks. You want to talk about like, heads exploding like that emoji. Well, yeah, that's good. Can you imagine it's just... Conrad, the blanks. Yeah, Jordan Conradson is going to be right behind uh, old pantsuit Katie Hobbs herself with a microphone. I can't wait to see that if they set aside this election. Hey, Katie, you have a comment for the fact they set aside this election? Okay, yeah. so you got we've got Kerry Lake. We have SCR 1037, um, which is basically uh, it's, it's sort of a misdirect, really. They're yeah, okay. All the machines have to be made in the U.S., but you only they only apply to the federal elections, which is nothing down but now down ticket in the state of Arizona. So that's kind of a useless thing. Um, and then of and course, appointing. and appointing. appointing that's huge, right? And appointing the electors. That's right. That's what I was going to get to next. Appointing the electors, they can do that. Okay. Well, I have to say, you are a one woman army down there in Arizona, and uh, I am I'm just impressed as heck that you are so tenacious to do this. You are actually doing the job. Of we the people, you are pushing forward the Constitution, what we are supposed to be doing. We should know this document. We should know that we are the government and we better know these rules better than them. Because who else is going to hold the public servant accountable if it's Nobody. not us? Because they're not holding themselves accountable. That's for damn sure. In fact, yeah. they're all corporate actors. The state of Arizona, all state capital of Arizona is a corporation. And anybody like Katie Hobbs, Sonny Borelli, Wendy Rogers, or anybody else for that matter, they're all corporate employees. They're actually not really public servants. So they may be well-intentioned, but they're not true public servants. So we need to get rid of these corporations and go, go back. And honestly, Carrie Lake could stand up today and say she's the she's the governor of the Republic of Arizona, and she would have the majority of the state going along with her if they understood that. That's the crime in all right. this. Yeah. All of our sovereignty has been stolen. They continue to edu um, you know chip it away. So Michelle Swinnick, best place for folks to follow you is... Well, for right now, they can go to they can go to the AZ Saves America. Let me see my sign back there. Let me grab yep. my sign. I saw yep. my sign. So they go to the same place, guys. They go to the same place. So SaveMyFreedom.us, SaveMyFreedom.us ends up, that's the subsect that I made into a multiple tab website, which is linked to six other different websites. So you can just look at the top, the, the live links for the show, shows on demand that we have, and a whole bunch of other resources is there. Or if you just want to push out azsavesamerica.us, that's going to be that goes directly to the post and it's a pin post. So once you go there, you're going to have it right there. So if you can subscribe to that, uh, I'm going to be very, very uh, diligent. And there we go. See, it's right in the middle. Oh, and then you yeah. can see how they stole the election right there with the Leo D'Onofrio. We did that episode on February 3rd. So you might want to watch, get that because then that, that'll give you a clue on future, future things that are coming right around the corner. Well, so for right now. Right now, go there, like it, share it, and make sure that information gets out. Post, join us. 
Because, you know, we've got a ground game. I'm on the ground game here in Arizona. So I'm not just sitting at a desk. Actually, I don't sit. I haven't sit on in that chair since August, since just the end of August, beginning of September. Because I said, I can't ask you guys to start showing up, stand up, speak up and show up if I'm sitting in a chair. And I said, no offense to my guests that uh, my the host that I go on, like Ann, who's in a chair. It's just that I can't do that because I'm asking you literally to sweat to the oldies here in Arizona because it's 140 degrees. And to join us, whether you're going to be a PC, which is a precinct committee man, or you're going to go to meetings, or you're going to, you know, be there at school boards or whatever it is. Or and just and at this point, like I've always said, I, I love the digital warriors just as much as the people that are that are here that are showing up in person. Yeah. I just happen to do both, so it doesn't matter which capacity. If you could give me 15 minutes a day, that's all I ask. 15 minutes, just digitally push out a couple posts. If you don't even want to think, you just want to like and share. Get on the text, tell your friends. So, and this is the only, the, these things we talked about today are just two or two of the things that have gone on in Arizona since literally everything started to be an explosion on February 23rd when we had the hearing that Liz Harris put together that exposed all this corruption yeah. and um, and fraud and election fraud and money laundering and all that. So it's been nonstop, but guess what? The best part is when everybody started to get on the board, on, on board with the Twitter and pushing back and, and keeping them accountable and holding them to the ground. And then we started doing it at meetings. We started doing the press releases. We started doing the resolutions against what they were doing to Liz. We did the censures. We've censured all 18 of the turds. We've, and then these are multiple legislative districts and even precincts who their districts weren't going to do it. They took it upon themselves to do it on their own. Good. which is amazing. And we've censured Chaplick. We've censured Jeff Dimwit, which I call him. He's the, the GOP chair. We've censured... Uh, every single we saw we, some of them have censured the entire legislature, so then that's a big deal. So everybody has been censured multiple times, and this has never happened before because we've had it, and it's not being divisive again. And this is what I said on my show on Friday: it's not about division; it's about decision. Okay, there's a division which is being created by the Rhino establishment and the people who like things the way they are. Well, guess what? The rest of us, the grassroots ones on the ground that are reading the constitution, that are reading the rules, that are sick and tired of it, we've yeah. made the decision not to put up with their rules anymore and their version of what's not right because we've had it. Because their their ways of doing things are wrong. They're evil. And in a lot of cases, they're demonic because they have an ulterior motive and an ulterior agenda. They want that border wide open. They want that sex slave trafficking, child trafficking in the state of Arizona. They want the elections to be fraudulent. Because then they can control all the stuff that goes on here. Money laundering is just mind-blowing of the stuff that we found out. Everybody here is compromised. It's just some are more corrupt than others, okay? And it's at every level of government. And it's not just Arizona. It's the whole country. And we're just like, it's once you've seen these things, you can't unsee what you've seen. That's why I won't shut up about it. I can't shut up about what happened in the election. I worked the election, and then I researched the election, and I'm still doing it, and I keep finding more, right? So I'm not going to stop. Not going to stop till that flag's turned right side up. But we need everybody on the battlefield. Again, if you got five minutes a day, jump on the Twitter. There's so many things in these conversations that are happening that I've learned. I've learned from people that uh, I don't even necessarily know who, who their face is. I'm like, wow, I didn't know that. And it's law, oh, statue, and going at and affidavits and resolutions. And it's, uh, it is amazing. It is amazing what has happened here in Arizona. Yep. And we want to be a model for everybody to do this in their own state because we're making making things happen, which is why we are so close to making this work. So again, we're I'm asking you to come join us. Join us digitally, go on the Substack, push that stuff out there, um, and then make sure you, you 
you you uh, you subscribe, right? You always got to subscribe. Follow us on Rumble so you can watch all the shows. Follow us and, and join the shows on Bright T on TV on Fridays at 7 p.m. Eastern time. Uh, Ann Vandersteel is right after me on that. And um, join us in this. I fight. love it. You're join doing my you're, you're doing my own analysis. That's so great. That's so great. So just um, join us. I'm telling you, in any capacity, you don't even have to be a precinct commander. If you want to become one, go on when you do the Substack and you subscribe. Okay. Send me an email through that. Steve Stern right. will personally call you and get you situated. So there's no more excuses. There's you don't you don't have to ask. I don't want anyone to ever ask. I didn't know what to do and I didn't know where to go. So come I play wanna... with us. I want to point something out here in your own Arizona constitution, article two in the Arizona constitution, and everybody has this in their state constitutions. I don't know where they all are residing. So it's incumbent on you to go to ballotpedia and look up your own state, but right here in article two, section two, political power, purpose of government, all political power is inherent in the people and governments derive their just powers from the consent of the governed and are established to protect and maintain individual rights. If you go on in here to read all this, you will find that in your Arizona constitution and in every state constitution, it tells you that whenever the people are dissatisfied with their representatives, it's time to remove and replace. Mm -hmm. It's not just Arizona. It's not just Florida. It's every all 50 states. It's time to remove and replace. And let's remind ourselves that in the Declaration of Independence, it says the same thing that, you know, when these binds, these bands that bind us. And we have, you know, usurpations of powers, et cetera, et cetera. It's time to alter or abolish. It gave us in our add water and stir recipe book right here, the Declaration of Independence and the United States Constitution. Read it and weep, people. Read it and weep. Michelle Swinnick, you're awesome. Thank you Thanks. so much. Thanks, Thank you friend. so much. And more I'm glad coming you- soon. More coming soon. We'll stay Ooh, tuned. Much more. All right, everybody. That's a wrap for tonight. Uh, Thursday night, we are going to be restreaming a, an, a, an acclaimed interview. In fact, we're going to, try and get as many of my colleagues in new media to restream this interview, but you're not going to want to miss it because it's going to be, um, let me just pull up my notes here real quick. It is going to be, uh, of course, I don't have them handy in front of me. Uh, I wrote them down, but uh, it is going to be a January 6th uh, interview with uh, Travis, and I, I'm blanking on his name right now, but you're not going to want to miss it because they're going to drag out the one person who is holding back on a tidal wave of information is Tsunami that will basically free the January 6th defendants that are political prisoners in D.C. gulags languishing, not only in D.C., but all over the country right now. Uh, you're not going to want to miss this interview. And in fact, you'll find this interview probably live streaming on many of your new media friends uh, at uh, 7 p.m. Eastern. So this will be before President Trump goes live on Hannity. So you're going to want to watch this and hopefully President Trump will, too. And he will be taking some of this language and pressing back on whatever silly questions Sean Hannity asks, which will have nothing to do with any of that, but talk all about Ron DeSantis and who really cares. All right. On that, everybody have a great night and uh, enjoy Thursday night show. Awesome. You won't see me. I'll catch you all later. Good night, everybody. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. 
That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.